The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I feel like you're just punishing yourself, though. In the end, it's like double punishment. It is. It's like those people that flog each other, you know, for whatever Whoa. reason. Well, I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> you're like visually flogging yourself by watching some of these things. I mean, that's, isn't it I a mean, little I bit? I think that's kind of accurate. I didn't know that you'd just go right to flogging. I, I mean, I'm just saying it, it kind of feels like well, that. Like and the, I, I feel bad for you. I don't want you to be doing this like to yourself. Like the penitent priests who right. like go back yes. and like flog themselves yes. because they've had like bad thoughts like or something. you're punishing yourself for being sick. I think that's yeah. what you're doing. I like it though. I mean, I well, I mean, I don't no, like it as much as I used to. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, so maybe maybe it is all right. All right, we're going to talk about this here in just a second. Hello, everyone. This is <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I do want to say thank you to everybody who's going to wweek.com. And why are you doing that? That is because that is how you nominate <laughs> Fun Employment Radio for yes. Best Local Podcast. And it's important because there's only about a week left, I think, in their nominations. And uh, I'll be honest, we want to win. If we don't win, we'll never talk about it again. That's exactly it. I mean, like, we, we do like to win. But I don't we know do. If we, I don't know if we will, but we'd like to. At least it would just be an honor to be nominated. Yes, and it's all listener votes. And so that's why if you're listening to our show, A, Thank you. Uh, B, if you could just take a second to go there, it's Wweek, so www.eek.com, and they have a Best of Portland, a uh, big banner at the top. You click on that, you go to Best Media and Personality, and we're under Best Local Podcast. And so it, t- it takes like 30 seconds, really, in all total, and I think you have to enter your email address in. And you can probably enter multiple email addresses, I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, we're, we'd be com- super grateful if you're like, hey, you know, I don't know if I can be a supporter right now. This is a way that you can support us, and it takes like 30 seconds of your time. 30 seconds. Just hop on your phone right now and just go there and do that if you don't mind. That would be awesome. Makes a big deal for us, and uh, and we appreciate it if, uh, for if you can or whoever has. That would be very cool. <laughs> All right. So anyway, just want to get that out there. Uh, but let's talk about what's going on here at the show right now. And Sarah, you know, we need to address something. We need to, I think, tear back the wall just a little bit. Are because you going to talk about for it finally? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about some movie things here in a second. And that's what I was getting with Sarah visually flogging herself. But Sarah has not that been feeling well. That is a strange way to put it. I, I can't not say it that way now. I really like saying it like that, visually you flogging do. yourself. I know. Um, but, uh, you know, she's she's been not feeling tip-top. This has been... Over the last... I, I've been... It's kind of ebbed and flowed wild. a little. Um, it started last Sunday, and now it is this Tuesday, so it's been... Wait a minute. It started last Sunday? Okay. No, it's Let actually me just tell started, you this. It actually started uh-uh, that Friday uh-uh. before. Uh-uh. I heard, I heard what you said. No, because it takes a couple like days for the virus to get into you. Okay, here is the issue. As we all know, I'm somewhat of a... Semi-pro private investigator, and I've got a couple of cases that people have been sending in to me that I, I do need to get to, and I appreciate that. You can send in your cases to funemploymentradio at gmail.com, and I'll get on those. And as a private investigator, you know, I've got a private investigator mind, and I kind of look at things and try to no, analyze the facts and the situations of what's happening and be like, okay, what caused this? What caused this? Where can I get with this? I think maybe we need a podcast of just me investigating crimes. No. But, but the, the one thing, though, with this is, Sarah being ill over this last week and a half has really taken to blaming me. Yes. Blaming me for it. Yes. And um, I think it's unfair 
I think the allegations are, are oh, I'm sorry. unwarranted. You're, you're saying that to the sick person that that you feel like I'm being unfair. Yes. Even yes. though most likely, like 99.9% uh, accurately, you are responsible for this. See, but that's where I just don't think the science is going to meet out. And she is sick, so I'm I'm trying to catch the mute button. I know here. I need my own mute button. We need the mute stick. Like I'm you sorry. Were talking about. We talked about give it, getting Sarah. So uh, for the podcast, just behind behind the scenes now, um, on my side of the of the table where of our studio where we broadcast, I've got the mixing board, and so that has the mute buttons for everything. And we're talking about getting Sarah a mute stick so she can reach across. The table with like a big, like an old cane style thing. Is that what you would want, or just like a, like a big stick that we go break off? No, I want it far enough that I could like poke you with it. They can reach over there and like poke the mute button and mute it when you do have to cough. Can I poke you with it? No, I prefer not to poke me with it. But I mean, if it were that long, yeah, you could very easily conceivably poke me. Fun. That would be the one issue that would probably, probably that would make it worth it. I yeah. don't know if I want to be poked with a stick during the podcast. I don't know. Did you ask all those homeless people that you poked with sticks if I, they wanted it? No, I never poked a homeless person with a stick. There was a homeless man who was sleeping in Vancouver one time when I was waiting, and I considered poking him with a stick because he didn't seem to be moving because I wanted to check. And he turns out he did. He was breathing, so he was, he was fine. Just I fine. like that you weren't thinking about asking him if he was okay. You're like, <clears throat> you, your mind just went to, should I poke him with a stick? To the see man if he's okay? was taking a nap in a park. He was just relaxing. He was underneath some bushes, and uh, you know, he was just he was having himself a nap. I wasn't going to be the one to wake him up from that. With I your just, voice, instead, you want to wake him up with your stick. No, I just sat and stared at him for a while until I saw that he was breathing. I was like, okay, he's all right. Yeah, he's okay. Wow, that is that some country PI sleuthing that you're talking about? Country PI sleuthing. Again, as a private investigator, you do things that are, seem to be unconventional sometimes in order to solve the problems. Now, you blaming me for you getting sick, this is where I have an issue. Yes. And I feel like every every time anybody gets sick, you want to blame somebody for it. Like, there's got to be, oh, is that guy at work? Or, oh, is this yeah, person? Oh, is my boyfriend work. or my girlfriend or somebody, you know, my wife got me sick or whatever. I don't think I'm the one that got you sick in this. I absolutely do because you know what? After you forced me to take a sip of your green gross juice stuff the other week, that was when I started to feel bad. <coughs> God, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's okay. Man. Do you need to take a quick break? I don't you know what to, to do. I, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I can't drink coffee because it just makes it okay, worse. Okay, this will just go in the video. I'll cut this out of the audio <laughs> podcast. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, drink a, drink a, drink that up. I have to pee like every. Do you have to use the bathroom no, too? To you need like a bathroom every break. Five minutes because this is literally the third bottle of this that I've had since I've been at the studio for two and a half hours. I have had I don't even know, over a hundred ounces of water. I'm probably well, drowning good. myself. That's that's good. Drinking water is good when you're sick like this. I've not been drinking enough water. Like you're doing a good job. This sucks. I know. <laughs> it's man, it's Greg mansplaining self care. I'm not mansplaining self care. I'm saying it's a good idea that she's drinking water. All right. Well, I hate it because I can't even get started. This talking. is all getting cut out. Of the audio yeah, I know. I know. I'm saying I can't. I can't <clears> even <throat> get started talking about something that I want to because when I start talking, then all of a sudden the tickle starts in my throat, and then I can't really talk, and then I have to cough, and then it just goes like this. <coughs> Motherfucker. Alex is asking if this is a radio stunt where we try to get you to drink too much water. Isn't that how that kid drowned? Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're gonna have you sit on a on an ice block too after this. Oh see how long God. you can do it. Um, all right. Well, I'm. I don't sorry. know how to take do, it down. Are much. you able to? Yes. Continue. And I and now I've already forgotten where exactly we were on it. 
Um, oh, I was yeah, blaming, blaming you. Yes, you're blaming me. <laughs> uh, 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 um, I'm so okay. glad, too, that we are doing an audiobook and this is happening. Yeah, behind the scenes, we yeah. We were hired to do an audiobook and we needed to do it. And I have been, I've not been drinking, I've not been going out, I haven't been doing anything, and my voice will not come back. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Do what you're doing. Talk during this and then take a break. And then don't talk. Just drink your tea and drink all the water. You're, you're, doing, you're doing the right thing. <clears throat> all right. Let's get back to where we were. Um, I don't remember exactly, so I'm just going to say something Your so we can cut it in. poisoned me. <laughs> that's, that's where we're going. All right. Um, but scientifically, you know, I don't think – your your hypothesis is correct. So let, let's hear what you have. Let's hear what you have. Here's where. What is it? What do you think is the epicenter of your sickness? I feel like it started off with some. Uh, my epicenter. Thank you for the big word. Yes. Started off with after you kept forcing me. You're like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. I'm so high on this juice because you had purchased this sugar like riddled, like I have green juice thing that you have convinced yourself. Is healthy for you. I am an American who likes juice, and this is an issue. And I believe you know it's not fair for you to um, make fun of that. Just because I do, I do do that. I realize I have a problem, <laughs> but that. I enjoy I enjoy juice. And I was drinking some green, like one of those green mixed beverage things, like the big canister that you get, where it's supposed to be all healthy and it's got like spinach in it, or it has what, what cauliflower what and like limes or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or it has I don't like know a, what's in it. A color that's not a bright color. It's like a green. So Greg thinks that it's healthy for him. Yeah. Oh, no, that's how they trick you. Green, no, yes. it's like green. Oh, I'm supposed to eat vegetables. That's green. I mean, I am I am a perfect victim of all of that marketing. If it's if it looks green, like, oh well, it's gotta be healthy. So because you know, vegetables, that's good. And then if it's blue, it's like, well, that's berries, that's full of vitamins. That's that's good antioxidants. And then if it's orange, oh I'm like, oh, it's vitamin C. Like, that's how you tell things is what color they are. That's the best way to understand health. So that's how health so works. I bought, that's how health works. So there, I summed that up for everybody. Anyway, yes, I have my green, my green health juice, and Sarah took a sip of it. So Greg wasn't feeling well because of his green health juice, and he was just pressuring me over and over again to take a sip of his health juice. And at that point, I was feeling totally fine. Then I took a sip. Of the green health juice. And immediately after that, that's when I started to feel ill. And it didn't quite like 100% hit me until like the next day. And since then, this has been about a week and what, a week and a half now. Okay. And I have I- not been able to bounce back. And I, it is very frustrating. And it all stems from you and your shitty green juice. But the thing is, the green juice, um, I don't think that was the cause of it. There's enough clearly vitamins in that thing to counteract whatever it was that would have been whatever sickness I would have still had because I was sick a couple of weeks ago and I missed a day of the show because of it because I was just out and I've been feeling better ever since and I think the juice helped speed up my recovery so no, the juice should have helped you transferred your sickness from yourself to me Oh, it's uh, being noted in the, in the live chat to clarify what green juice I was drinking. It was the Bolt House Farms Green Goodness. So that's uh, in the live chat. How do you even remember what your juice was because, because one of Because one of our listeners in the live chat right now works for the company. Remember when I was talking oh, about yeah, it? Yeah. Stranded in Bakersfield works for the company. So that's how that's how it worked. Uh, that's how he knew <laughs> exactly what it wow. was. Um, I don't think this is possible. Because it is so loaded with vitamins that would have counteracted exactly what it's was going on in your the system. The vitamins, like, what are you saying? Like, the vitamins cannot Let stop me explain you health from you. getting sick. So when you have those cold, 
the cold bugs that are in you, like little bugs that are crawling around inside of you. Okay, that's co- just disgusting. The cold bugs. Well, that's what they are. They're tiny, tiny little bugs that are crawling all over inside of you and like your veins and stuff. And when you drink the, the good juice, what that does is the sugars and the vitamins in the juice, they go hand – it's like hand-to-hand combat with the germs – and they will suppress them. They'll put them down. They'll be like, no, not on my watch, cold rebels. And then they'll, they'll put them down. And that's why I think the juice actually probably was a big help to you. How would it be helping me if it's the thing that made me sick? I don't think it made you sick. I don't think it made you sick. Well, I it didn't make me better. How come I got sick right after I took it? You were already sick. No, no. I was Question really is, pretty. what else were you doing that week? I was fine. Did you ride the bus? What? I don't know. Did you interact with strange people? Did you hand I out... interact with you every day. Granola bars. Well, yes. No, you handed out the last granola bar. That's true. I did hand out the last granola bar. Okay. Well, I just think <laughs> there's <laughs> Alex, Dr. Science, first name Mansplain. <laughs> um, no, I think that there's... I just don't think this yeah, is Grant, possible. This, man, this mansplaining thing is really turning against you. I'm not mansplaining anything. I'm just explaining that I don't think I'm the one who made you sick. I think it's impossible. Who, who do you think made me sick? Well, that's what I want to get to the bottom line oh, of. Okay. If you want me to launch an investigation, I can definitely launch an investigation, you know, into it. I mean, we'll have to track down moment by moment where you were over the, I'd say, the last three days before that. Yeah, that's not going to What you did, who you talked to, um, where you were, what kind of environments... What was the temperature outside? Like, there's a lot that goes into it, which is why I charge a lot when I, when I do these things professionally. Yeah, I'm not going to pay you. But I am taking cases. Again, funemploymentradio at gmail.com if you want to send in some of your cases. And I'll, uh, and I'll ascertain and see if we can get onto those. Anyway, bottom line is I don't think I made you sick. I think the juice would have helped, if anything, helped counteract it. That makes no sense. Oh, it does. We can explain it later at another time. Oh, okay. I can go it into it a makes sense segment. to you. That's okay. Oh, yeah, our health segment because we're the pictures of health. A health segment, yep, here on Fun Employment Radio. All right. Well, anyway, what we were talking about at the beginning with you visually flogging yourself God damn, is, <laughs> is so this. Weird. Because you've been ill, you've been at home you know, trying to do some rest while you're doing some work and watching a lot I of movies. I've been trying to do some rest, and it's like it, it's hard. It is very hard to rest, yes. We're not we're not conduce we're not con- people that are conducive to resting. Yeah, I mean that is true because you know we work on our own. We got to hustle. We got to. It's hard to sit still, um, but you have to sometimes. And you've been doing this and watching some uh, some some movies. It's true. I have been like powering through because I I do watch like good series and like good television shows and movies sometimes. Like I've finished that. Um, I am having a really hard time. <laughs> Do you think you can? I don't know. Make it through the I rest don't the show, know. I don't it... know because I, I want to like talk about this, and every time I start to like ramp up, I can't. Okay. Um, I mean, so, uh, honestly, do you? I don't wanna, know. I do don't know. Stop? I'm really, really fucking frustrated. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk to counter so you don't have to talk as much. But um, sorry, fourth wall. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you really, I don't know. If, if you I really can do can't, it. then then we can just. <sighs> Stop. I can still do a new ball talk or something for the show or, or whatever. Yeah, we can play some music or something. I mean, if, if you're really sick, seriously, if you it's need just, to go, it's if not, you need I don't feel home, that bad, but I just can't talk. I can't I, talk. I think you're worse. I think you're trying to will yourself into being better than you are. I think you need more rest. Um, 
Yeah, I, I leave it up to you. I mean, it's 100% up to you. If you want to call it, I'm totally cool with that. I mean, what am I going to do? Like, keep stopping and starting? Like, I can't, I can't even. Yeah. Maybe you should just go home and, and get some rest. Yeah, that's fine. Go do that. Um, we'll put this up in the archive, and, uh, and we'll yeah. Why don't, why don't you? Why don't you go home? I have so many things to say. Well, save it. Save it all for tomorrow. Save it all for tomorrow, and we'll we'll get that. We'll do that then. Ooh, yeah, Derek's fishing hole. Um, oh man, if we could get some prank callers in, that would be not prank callers. I'm some. Uh, some of them to call in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sarah, why don't, why don't you just go home? Or let's call it. Fuck. Yeah. You need more rest, dude. You're sick. I, I mean, know, what are you going to do? I can't sleep when I'm trying to rest. Well, what you can, um, what you could do, yeah, as it's being said in the chat, load up on some NyQuil and have lifetime movie fever dreams. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I bought uh, Theraflu and it's Theraflu. not working. It didn't work. I doubled I, is it. it uh, are you taking it though? And I know you. Are you like fighting it and no. not letting it? Well, I mean, let you rest? I, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm trying. Like, are to, you like, trying to fight and stay awake? No, I don't. How am I supposed to tell myself to not do that? Like, I don't know. It's like my. I know. Like, I can't stop my. <laughs> yeah. Um. Why don't you get some? Why don't you get some uh, Nyquil? Have you tried that? No, I haven't tried that. Try yet. try the Nyquil because that works for me, and I'm kind of like you in that aspect, and that a lot of that stuff doesn't sleep. Yeah, or, the, or doesn't Theraflu, work for me. I doubled it. I doubled the dose, and it didn't work. Nyquil works. I mean, Nyquil. I, am I can't so even sorry, take everybody. when I'm sick. Fuck a fuck, dude. I, I'm so pissed. I want to cry. Know. You know, I can tell I'm sick. So I'm about ready to cry. That's exactly, and I don't want to be on camera. So okay, I'm gonna move that. All right, you can make me the stick person. <laughs> okay, I'll turn you back. Okay, here, yeah, I'll put you back to stick person. All right, so now you're back to you're back to stick person now. So you're okay. You can you can I go am? back to okay. the, yeah. You're not on camera right now. Okay. Um, all right, are you you done? Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Let's call it for Sarah. Uh, she's uh, let, let's let's call that for today. She needs to go home and, and get some rest. And uh, let's see now what to do. Um, you know what? We can do a little bit of ball talk, but I don't know if it's as fun without you to bounce it off of. What, because you lost? Well, I know. We do need to discuss that. No, because I need to give Dwayne his... God damn it. Dwayne winning the Tournament of Champions two years in a row. That's ridiculous. I do kind of like this idea of the shot, though, with me and the stick girl. <laughs> me, and, <laughs> me and stick girl Sarah with a bow. Um Chester Reed's Gabe Ford. <laughs> I don't know if I want that on video. Because that can be taken out of context pretty easily. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll call it right now. I'll put something on the, the audio stream. If there's some video I could play, I wonder how I can play. I was going to say we could play Nightmare at Nibblers through this, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if I have the technological, the technological capabilities to figure that part out. We do need a spammer. If a spammer were to call in, I could run that for a long time. But uh, the spammers have not been calling as much. And I don't want a fake spammer if anybody's thinking about calling in. You've been flagged. It's got, you think I've been flagged? Probably. I don't think, I mean, the thing is, I don't think they've all, they're not all the same one. We were supposed to have a uh, phone interview today, but yeah, that person. We, <laughs> we, we did. They, they want to reschedule. I'll, I'll handle all that stuff. Um, 
Okay, yeah, you're still a stick person. I was going to say, I don't have you on camera. I don't you don't know. have me on camera, right? You're not on camera. Okay. No, you're not on camera. All right, well, I don't know what else to do on the video side when it's just me in here. So since we're not, uh, I'm not prepared. So why don't we do this? How about interview your supporters? All right, does somebody want to call in for an interview? Fuck it. If you want to call in. What? If you, if you want an interview. Yeah. All right, 503-575-9120. We'll see if somebody wants to call in and I'll interview them. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if anybody wants to do that or if that's going to work out or not. But, uh, okay. We'll try it. Um, and we'll see if, we'll see if that works out. It's okay. Uh, real quick, though, what else? 503-575-9120. Um, Anything else you need me to do here? I'll just call you here in a little bit. No, I'm just going to go record my interview. Okay. I'll call you here in a little bit. And we'll... Okay. Um, let's see. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yeah, it's me, Greg. How you doing? Oh, hello. It's been, oh, we're, yeah, getting, we're getting multiple calls coming in right now. Okay. Um, I've got, I don't know how to put somebody on hold. Oh, yeah. No, you're good, sir. Uh, let's see here. Okay, whoever called in first, I will, or second, I will call you back. Uh, hello, caller. Is hello. This, is this Ben? Yeah, this is Ben. Ben, how's it going? What'd you like to talk about nah, today? Not too bad. I don't know. What should we talk about today? Um, ben, tell I me. A, I... Ben, you are a... Okay, we're going to do this like an interview here. So we're just going to see if this works. So, Ben, uh, for, for of note, on the camera, you are a stick girl on there. But, um, all right, Ben, you are a bus driver here in Portland, correct? TriMet bus driver? That is correct. So, we've talked a lot about, you know, TriMet drivers, or not TriMet drivers, but riding on the buses and the kind of crazy people that you encounter and trying to classify, especially the ones, you know, that stare at you. And or, or, or try to make eye contact, and you know, obviously want to talk to you. I want to ask you, as a TriMet driver, do you have any rules when it comes to that? When you see like the people hopping onto the bus, like do you do you intentionally make eye contact to try to intimidate them into like behaving, or do you avoid it? What do you what do you, how do you handle that? Uh, how do I handle uh, like riders who just want to engage? Or I mean, yeah, I everybody as they get on. But if I if I get like a a close talker or a leaner. I just focus on driving the bus. Hopefully they get the hint, but, you know, I, I, I'm i just kind of good at responding like, uh-huh, yep, all right. So that's because I... And I'd rather have them bothering... With- oh, no, I was going to say, I've seen that happen a lot, where the person will... You'll see them get on, and, and obviously they'll look for, for regular passengers to talk to and try to get them to engage, but then they'll they'll zero in on the bus driver, and I felt bad for some of the bus drivers that, that have had to deal with that, where, yeah, they lean in, and it's like, bus driver, blah, 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 and they'll keep on talking. But there's also some other ones who engage, like fully engage with them. So you're more of a ignore and hope it goes away? Yeah, and it, and it depends who I'm dealing with, too. I mean, I've just struck up a good conversation with a writer before, and, you know, we just do that. So, But, no, like, yeah, when it's when it's the weirdos or the people asking a lot of questions, I can just I can just tune it out and... Yeah, just sort of half engage because I'd rather, you know, not wreck the bus than talk to them. I don't care if they think I'm rude. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, it's being asked. There's some questions that are coming in here in the live chat for the Supporters Club. Edwards asks, uh, does Ben ever have to kick someone off the bus or refuse to let them on? <clears throat> yeah, so uh, 
I can technically I can't refuse service, but yeah, I've booted people off and not let people on. Uh, there was this one time I was I was driving and this guy like with his pants falling down came like waving up and I just I just knew it was going to be a bad scene, so I just kept on going. <laughs> um, there there was also the guy who. Uh, Never, his excuse was always like, oh, I'm pulling my ticket up on my phone right now, and this went on for like three days. <laughs> Every day, like, that's what he was money. doing? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, it's the same scam, dude. Like, you understand, I picked you up every day. Uh, put some money in this box or, you know, get off, and he just got off and, I don't know, you know, called me, uh, what was it, uh, what's the one you use, uh, the, the word that rhymes with maggot? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah. you know, just got off the bus. Like what my neighbors used to call um, me, Yes. Yeah, but it, it, it can vary. I mean, I, you know, but yeah, it, it gets to the point where you just got to be, sometimes you just got to kick them off and trying to go through the official protocol of talking to, you know, calling it in and trying to get, you know, supervisors and all that. I mean, a lot of times these situations are going to resolve themselves long before backup arrives. So, you know, it, it's just what it is. How many pantsless people have you had on the bus? Uh, none. I have had, well, I've had people who come on and their their pants fall off, at which point I ask them to please pick them up um, or please get off. Um, <laughs> like, sir, please pick up your pants. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. But if somebody like tried coming in just in their underwear, I'd be like, yeah, no, we, you know, we, we got to figure something out here. You know, wait, go get some pants, wait for the next one. What is the, uh, what is the weirdest passenger you've ever had? I know that's probably hard to determine. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> There was a crazy lady, um, or at least she was very animated. Uh, she got on and she was just going rambling a mile a minute about how her dad used to like poison people for the CIA and how uh, the Ross Island Gravel Company ships methane underneath the gravel barges. Oh wow! Um, and how she was part of yeah, and how she was part of a case study. And she hijacked this poor PSU undergrad. This girl was just terrified, and she's just rambling, 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 rambling. And uh, dude leans into me. He's like. You tell someone to shut the fuck up, and so you know, I was like, "Hey, ma'am, can you uh, can you can you just keep your voice down a little bit? We all got to share the ride." People start clapping. Then she just flipped out, got her camera in my face, started taking pictures of me, called me a worthless bus driving white trash maggot, um, and was like, "Like I'm gonna get you fired, Bob." And I just you know, so I just told her to get the hell off, flipped her off, and drove away. But I won the crowd back because I was like, "Hey, we're hiring, by the way," and that got some chuckles and. You know, it was okay. And she didn't call it in because I think. No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah obviously, that one you did not get fired. She didn't, was not able to get you fired for asking her to leave yeah. the bus. Um, yeah, that, there's some more questions that are coming in too because I think people are fascinated by this. And I want to get to some more callers as well. But um, absolutely, the, absolutely. The CIA thing is definitely something that it is. Because uh, I've had that before where there was a guy on the bus who seemed normal at first. Like, he had outward appearance, seemed like a normal guy, just a talker. And so I was trying to ignore him. But uh, he kept on talking, and he ended up going from normal, normal, normal to just slowly going into the craziness where he, he did bring up the yeah. CIA. He talked about Bill Gates and said that Bill Gates is trying to control all of, all of our minds. Um, and then he said something about how he was going to get Bill Gates with a missile. Something about shooting him with a missile, which at the, you know, that sounds like a threat, but I really don't think the man could have gotten his hand on a missile, so I wasn't too worried about uh, the actual threat to Bill Gates by this guy. But yeah, the CIA thing is definitely definitely seems to be a prevalent uh, pattern for for some of those people. Um, last question yep. here, I see in the in the chat, John is asking, 
What's the stink threshold? Like, how smelly does someone have to be in order to get booted? That's a that's a good question. Yeah, that that is a good one. Um, really, and uh, unless they are covered in you know biohazard, uh, that's the <laughs> official term. I you know if they you know there's this there's this one guy who rides a lot. He's a classic drunk. He, he's pretty harmless, but occasionally he gets on with like piss pants. It's like no, dude, not today. Come on. Um, uh, I really can't boot you for stinking, but yeah. like if you're stinking because you got poop all over you or something, yeah, I can not board you or I got to kick you off. Yeah, um, you know, poli- politely ask you to leave. Uh, you know, and, and it, it's happened before. I mean, I've, I've just like been like, no way, you're not getting on because they're just drunk. And but then like the, I had somebody on one time who just was older and had a little bit of a incontinence issue, and so you know, I I helped him out much more discreetly than yeah, you know some. Right, guy who shit himself and wants to ride the bus. Uh, but yeah, no, just I mean, but it, it stinks on there anyway. You know, I'm, my nostrils are just kind of immune. It either smells like weed, urine, malt liquor, or shame. Sometimes all four. <laughs> you know, and that's just kind of what the bus smells You're like. You're knocking it day. out of the park for the day. Yeah, you get all four of them in once. Uh, <laughs> all right, and uh, I'm, I'm going to ask for other people calling. My last last question that I wanted to ask for, you know, because we've been seeing a lot of this about uh, companion animals on airplanes. You know, somebody trying to bring a peacock on and all of that. What do you see a lot of that on the bus? Like trying people trying uh, to bring. Because what's the actual policy? So, and this is this isn't even like TriMet stuff. Uh, the the American with Disabilities Act. All places have to comply with that. Now, the ADA, based on the homework I've done, does not count companion animals, emotional support animals, and the what have you, as service animals. But just from a policy, just from a not wanting to get sued standpoint, this is why you see dogs in grocery stores, dogs and people get to take their pets everywhere because they can claim, oh, well, a doctor said it was okay. And it's just, you, you got to let it ride. Now, if somebody tried to get out with a peacock, I'd be like, yeah, I, no, come on. Uh, <laughs> um, so official policy is I just have to ask, is you know, I just ask, is that your service animal? And they almost always say, yeah, but then, you know, it's, it, it, it sucks. It's frustrating because I, you know, you know, sure, I, I need emotional support sometimes, but I just, you know, compartmentalize or drink. You know, that's right. how I handle it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, not sure on what people need, but, like, come on, you're just, you just, you're exploiting, you're exploiting something designed to help people so you can take your pet everywhere, which is bullshit. You know, like, yeah, sure, I miss my kitty when I leave for the day, but, you know, it, it's fine. Uh, uh, right. Anywho, yeah. So yeah, I was a little roundabout, but I hope that helped answer it a that, little bit. That does answer it. Ben, thank you so much for for calling in. That's that's awesome. Uh, so much respect yeah. to the TriMet drivers. Ken, should, do, you, do people ever tip you on the TriMet, like uh, on the bus? No, no, and I, I can't do that anyway. Okay. Um, I, you know, it's, it's just, no. I, I get paid enough. I'm fine. All right. Well, Ben, thank you so much. We've got another caller coming in. Uh, let's go ahead and take this now. And, uh, right, Ben, I'll see you in the chat. All right. Hello, caller. Are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm here, <laughs> man. What's happening? I wonder who this is. There is no way for me to distinguish this person by their voice. Yeah, this this would be your boy, uh, Mr. Pancake. Mr. Pancakes, aka <laughs> Slap Jack. <laughs> What's up, Keelan? Uh, you know, I'm just sitting over here in a pile of booties and whipped cream. 
a pile of booties in whipped cream. God, that's a yeah, that's man. a disturbing image. Now I am picturing you doing that. Um, <laughs> Keelan, how big do you think Butterman and Mr. Pancakes will be? The number one hit single well, of uh, summer hit of 2018. It's already the summer hit of 2018, and summer ain't even hit in 2018. That's how big it is. <laughs> it is. This is true. So... Um, let me ask you this. Are there any follow You ain't going to be able to see this shit. You ain't going to be able to see it. When it blow up, it's going to be so big, you're not going to be able to call me no more. I won't be able to call you? Wait a minute. You won't be you're able gonna to You're going to disassociate from Butterman? Butterman? And I'm going to be so big, you can't call me. You're already starting beef with Butterman? Is that what this is all about? Man, I start beef with everybody. I hate my mama right now. <laughs> I never know what to do with Kayla when you do this. All right, so tell me this, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pancakes. Uh, yeah. Give us a little bit about the history of Mr. Pancakes. Like, how did you get into this? How did you get into the game? Um, where is it, you know, that you first, you first felt the flavor of the music, you know, that you knew was going to change your life? Well, shit, well, first when I was a little boy, you know what I'm saying, I seen somebody in the kitchen making pancakes, and I was like, I want some of them pancakes. Mm-hmm. But they was like, you can't have these pancakes. And I was like, yeah, but y'all don't understand. I'm going to be Mr. Pancakes, so you need to give me some of them pancakes. Right. And you told them, so you knew at an early age you were going to be called Mr. Pancakes. At an early age, I just saw pancakes, and I was like, that's me. And that's who you are. You identified as a pancake at a younger, I at a younger age. I identify as pancakes. So when I got them pancakes... I absorbed the power of the pancake, mm-hmm. and women couldn't resist. It makes it makes sense because it's syrupy, it's so, sticky, it's sweet. It's hard to get away you know from what it. Yeah, it's got everything ladies want. So by the time I was in like fourth grade, uh-huh. they was already calling me Mister Pancakes. <laughs> they were like, "Yo, Mister Pancakes," and Mister. I was little pancakes. A little, little, little pancakes. Okay, that makes sense because I was going to say Mister. You yeah, know, was, such a sign of respect at an early age um, that you had that. Now. You also got the nickname Flapjack, and I feel like there's two different personalities that we're working with here. You know, kind of like an Eminem and a Slim Shady type of thing. You know, is this is this a is that true? These are the rumors that I've heard. Is that Mr. Pancakes? You know, you can, sometimes you might get Mr. Pancakes, sometimes you might get Flapjack. Like, what's the difference between you, these two? You might get Mr. Flapjack. See, you can't cross. Like, Mr. Pancakes is cool, so you know, if you're gonna be cool, you get Mr. Pancakes. But if you're not cool then I might flip on you. So if I flip on you, that means you got flap jacked. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. So you do not want to get flap jacked. You kind of want that. Yeah, you kind of want that. You know, some of the dangerous ladies want flap jacked. Uh But (laughs) if you a dude, you tell that That girl wants to get flap jacked. Right. You don't want a.k.a. flapjack if you would do, because that means you did something wrong and I got to handle you. It's two different meanings for the term flapjack. Okay. Depends on, Absolutely, you know, a good man. flapjack and a bad flapjack. It just kind of depends on what you're getting. Um, you know, and again, it we're works, talking to works. Mr. Pancakes of the hit song Butterman, and Mr. P- Butterman featuring Mr. Pancakes, available on Spotify and iTunes, wherever you get music. Make sure you pick it up. This is going to be the summer hit of 2018. Now, Mr. Pancakes, uh, I want to ask you a little bit more about your style you know, what goes in, you're known for your creative lyrics and a bit of a wordsmith, I guess, is what they might call it on the street. And what, I'm, what I wanted to know for you is when you're writing your, your songs, is it something that you think about for a long time or is it just you start, uh, 
you know, just, just comes to you. It's like a natural, like once, once it hits you, you have to write it down and that's it. Or are these things that you work out, like take from your own life, like experiences from your own life or, or is it all kind of fantasy? It's like a mix of clairvoyance, clairvoyance and actual like real life experience. So like, you know, when I'm looking at a blank page, Uh I'm looking at a blank page, like a blank booty and Uh I got to get my hands all over that booty and fill out the page just like I got to fill out the booty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, of course. Absolutely, I know. I, so I, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to get, you know what I'm saying? I, I want the perfect words uh-huh. so that when I walk away from the microphone, every lady within the distance of my voice is moist. <laughs> God, that's so you see, how, you, see, you, see, you see how that rhyme? I did. You know I, I, I feel like, like I'm part of the song right now. How it come to me. Yeah. It, that's how easy it come to me. It's like it's like dipping my finger in a over medium fresh egg yolk. It just come right out. Oh, that analogy. Um, yes, no, I 100. percent I I do I do understand. I mean, and you obviously are a breakfast fan. Um, so I I, I do get Absolutely. that. Let me ask you this: What's the perfect breakfast for Mister Pancakes? Oh man, that's like. That's like, like you're going down to Elmer's, getting yourself a fancy breakfast. What is Mr. Pancakes order? Man, I'm getting like a stack, like the big stack, not the little kid big stack where they give you like three pancakes. You're like, oh, this is a lot of pancakes. Uh-huh. No, I'm talking about a big stack where they give you like twelve pancakes. Yeah, because you can handle your business. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? They give you like ten sausage links. You know what I'm saying? They give you hash browns with the burnt on one side. Right. But then it's like not burnt on the other side. Yeah. Then, you know what I'm saying? I For have sure. like a glass of orange juice, a glass of coffee, a glass of cranberry juice. I have some grape jelly. I have some whipped cream. Yeah. And I have six booties. Right. You know? A little bit of Mr. Pancakes, a little Mr. Diabetes. I mean, it's all kinds of works, all, all works out there, though. But I mean, that's what it's like living the life, you know, that you have. I will. I tell these ladies I get all up in you like an insulin shot. <laughs> like you can't live without me. You can't you know live. What I'm yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. So I'm just preparing. I'm just getting ready for the stardom, you know, when you get to see Mr. Pancakes at his height. Before uh-huh. I have to split from Butterman, before I have to go out on my own and start my own breakfast restaurant chain. Right. Yeah, come on down to You're Mr. Pancakes. you now so that you know, so when I see you in the future and I'm big as hell, you already know who you're dealing with. I'm giving you the pre-information so everybody listening got exactly what they need to run into Mr. Pancakes on the street. Well, and I love the idea, you know, of this future plans, you know, because Mr. Pancakes is obviously a businessman. You can have the breakfast joint during the day, Mr. Pancakes at night, it turns into the club, Flapjacks. You know, you got the same building, same place, you just do the flip over. I think it's, uh, I think it's, yeah, a, man. I think it's a great plan, you know? Go to Mr. Pancakes and popcorn chicken in the middle of the night. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm the the first. I think this is uh, this is wonderful, you know. And I, I just want to say congratulations on all the success with the upcoming super hit of uh, of 2018. You know, the summer hit. What's what's the first thing you're going to buy with your with your big uh, Butterman Mr. Pancakes check? I don't know. I need to talk to Butterman because my check ain't arrived yet. I'm sure he's working on that. I'm sure that's going to happen. You know, I'm sure there's just, you know, accountants and things to deal with. And it's probably better for somebody else to handle the money. I'm not buying it. 
And, I need uh, to talk to, to Butterman's representatives right now. Okay. I need my money. Here's what I'm worried about is, you know, with this kind of success, I don't want this to end up being like an easy e ice cube kind of thing, you know, that splits up the group. It's all about money, you know, and the manager get involved. I, I just worry about that with Butterman and Mr. Pancakes, but I, I feel like there's enough there that it's going to work out and it's going to be all right. Um, but, you know, you, you don't want this, this to be that kind of thing that can just, you know, get in Yo, the way of the music. I'm telling you right now, this breakfast bread is about to turn into croutons. You know what that means? Shit about to get hard. <laughs> breakfast bread's going to turn into croutons. I know. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Um, I'm just saying, hold up. I got, I, got, I got three booties at the door. I got to go. Okay. All right. Well, Mr. Pancakes, everybody, again, uh, pick up your copy of the hit single, Butterman, featuring Mr. Pancakes, available on Spotify and iTunes, wherever you can find it. And uh, get your copy now before everybody else does, because you want to be the first one playing that song to lead into the summer as that weather's turning nice. All right. Thanks a lot, Mr. Pancakes. A.K.A. Flapjack. <laughs> All right, taking callers. Uh, we do have time for one more caller if somebody did want to call in. I understand if nobody wants to follow up, Mr. Pancakes. Uh, that does make sense. But if you do feel like calling in, 503-575-9120. And you can, uh, you can call in right there and let us know what's going on. Um, I do think, you know, Butterman and Mr. Pancakes, it has been getting some play on Spotify. I love the idea that people have been putting it also onto their playlists. I don't really know how Spotify works very well, but I know that playlists help. And how stupid would it be if Butterman actually did take off? That would be that knowing, knowing the luck of all like the hard work that both Keelan and I and Sarah put into like all the, all these different projects over all the years, this is the thing that's going to take off out of all of it. And I'm okay with it. I'm all right. Uh, 503-575-9120. Again, that's the, uh, that's the phone call. Keelan, you're right. Yeah, we do need a video. Uh, we need to get with Bozik about that. And I, we need to get that done quick. Because well, I know you're going to be out of time pretty soon. Or you'll have limited time. Although we could film it at your house. That, that might make it easier. Actually, yeah, your kitchen would probably work perfect for it. We, we could... We got to get a video. I think we got to get a video quick. Before this, uh, before I'd say if we can get one in, but I don't know, I don't know how long Bozik takes, but like get one up by like June and then we can have Butterman be the summer hit. God, that would be awesome. So, video again 503-575-9120. You can uh, call in. All right, we'll do. Yeah, I'll, I'll get, a, I'll, I'll talk to Bozik about it because I know he really wanted to film it. Maybe I'm not supposed to say that on the show. I don't think he's going to care. Either way, all right, 503-575-9120. This does kind of make me feel like back when we used to do the Nibbler show. I've been playing some of those replays on the, on the live stream, and some of it, it's, it's weird listening back to stuff that I did, you know, m- over a decade ago. And, uh, well, even longer than that, Jesus. It's been a long time since some of that stuff was up. We're almost done 15 years for some of that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we would, I would try to take live calls. So I would do that show on community radio on KPSU 1450 AM. And I would fake almost all of the calls because it'd either be my voice or I'd have friends calling in because nobody actually called in. But then every now and then I'd get a real caller and it would, uh, it would be really difficult to try to manage that because they wouldn't understand that I was, it was completely fake for most of it. Uh, let's go ahead and take this call right now. 
Uh, hello, caller. Thank you for calling in. This is Fun Employment Radio. Uh, who are we talking to today? Neil Blair. It's Brahim. Hey, Brahim. Hello. Uh, you yeah, want me to play the ball talk? Voice. Want me to play some ball talk music for you? Yeah, I, I, I miss the old music. <laughs> no, I was going. I, oh, I thought you wanted the new one. That's what I assumed. But <laughs> Brahim. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I can't do the new stuff. The new stuff, I almost plugged my ears. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on? No, nothing much. I, I just wanted to hear your voice. I, I wanted to complain about about the lack of Squatch Watch, actually. is really the main concern. That is a fair, fair point. There has been a lack of Sasquatch on this show. And I, I feel like, obviously, it's my problem. Part of it is, you know, Sarah was stealing the good Squatch Watches because uh, we all know Squatch <laughs> Watch is my thing. Um, but I feel like with Does her... Sarah holds it down, though. Sarah can hold down some squatch box. She can steal news, and then she does not even a believer. So really, it doesn't doesn't work out. Let me see here if I can pull up if I can pull up some squatch watch. I don't know if I have the sounder here on this computer, but I'm going to find for you. I'm going to find some news. But while I'm doing that, um, what are your yep. thoughts on Bigfoot? Like, are you a believer? Are you not a believer? I'm a believer. You're a believer. I'm, I- I was just, I was a skeptic at first, but but after hearing a few squatch watches, I started getting interested. Yeah, once you hear like you the, the sounds and the stories that people have, obviously it's real. I mean, I don't think I think right. you know it's ridiculous, you know, for people to not think yeah. so. But whatever, you know, I mean, it right. takes all kinds. Um, have well, you ever had an experience with Bigfoot? Well, you, you know, I'm from California originally. Yeah, um, Patterson Gimlin footage uh, right up there. Right, and it's Bigfoot out there. It's never Sasquatch, right? Right. So I, I, so I knew about Bigfoot, you know, and I'd hear about Bigfoot, but but um, but it wasn't a big thing, you know, not like it is with Sasquatch in the Pacific Northwest. Right. But I find it's more of like a, yeah, more of like a thing. You see it on bumper stickers and whatnot. Right, right. So, so, so there are people, you know, did you talk about it a lot, or did you feel like you had to keep it to yourself and not bring it up to other people? No, no, I keep it to myself because I don't want anyone to think I'm totally bad. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that's the problem. That's that's what we have to fight against. You know, and that's why I... Squatch shame. Yeah, this... Exactly. Squatch shaming should not be a thing. And I think it's just, you know, in this day and age, it's 2018, I think Squatch enthusiasts, you know, Bigfoot fans, uh, Bigfoot bros, you know, we should all be able to talk about it in public and not have these people, you know coming down on you for it because i mean it's true we we should be able to hold our heads high you know yeah absolutely be proud of it you know and wear my your squatch shirt you know wear your squatch (laughs) sticker on everything and that's true yeah and i mean honestly i think it's the ultimate sign of you know being an an, uh environmental you know conservationist is protect when i was passing people by today i was considering just you know saying you know what it's squatch weather out here It is, you know, (laughs) I mean, and Scott, you know, it's getting nice out just like us, you know, when spring comes around, you know, we all know the Squatches get out there and, you know, they want to, they want to enjoy that weather too, you know, and they're getting a little, it's a bit of a, you know, they're coming out of their, the long cold winter months and they're feeling a little frisky and they, you know, just like everything else, you know, they, (laughs) Squatches aren't going to make themselves, you know, and I think that's important that we allow them to have their space to do that, you know, to have their have right. their space to enjoy things as well, um, and That's I just right. I just want you to know, you know, I don't think you need to be ashamed, and uh, and I'm glad that you know you can feel comfortable uh, talking about this. Right, 
<laughs> and by, by giving the space, I'm assuming you're talking about noise pollution, which is something I, I get cranky about all the time. I feel like people don't talk about it enough. But there's, there's plenty of noise pollution out there, you right. know, messing up people's environment. Yeah. <laughs> including squashes. Including Incl- squashes. Including squashes. Including squashes. You are absolutely right. And it's important yeah. that... Uh, that I think we um, that I th- that I think we take this into account. Um, I do well, have. Thank you, Nibbler. Yo, yes, absolutely. You know, and and Brahim, thank you for calling in. Thank you for being strong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for being you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you letting me call in and voice my concern, and I hope to hear more Squatch Watch in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, okay, I do right. have for Brahim. Um, uh, thank you, Brahim. And I do have a Squatch Watch, just to bring it up. This is more of a Squatch Awareness, and then we'll probably uh, end up in the show here. And it's this, and it's not a happy one. And I wish it was happy, but it kind of echoes a little bit of the sentiment that we just had of people making fun of, you know, uh, of Bigfoot people, uh, Bigfoot bros and Bigfoot gals. You know, what we're talking about is this, and um, it looks like this is real as I'm pulling this up. And I'm not very happy about it, but it appears Department of Environmental Conservation, Manchester, New Hampshire, New Hampshire is going to, they're going to issue a limited number of Sasquatch hunting licenses this fall. This is according to the first article that pulled up on the internet. So I'm assuming it's hundred percent legitimate and real, just like anything on the internet. It's better to believe it's real, assume it's real. Assume everything is legitimate, um, and then if it's not, okay, fine. But I'd much rather be safe, safe than sorry. It says, after years of painstaking research, environmental conservation experts have determined a direct correlation between the amount of Sasquatch sightings in the Whitehall area and an unsafe, heightened population of the beast. With these scientific facts in mind, these limited permits are being issued to cull the herd, so to speak, and bring the population back to sustainable levels. Again, I have to assume this is a legitimate story. Manchesternewspapers.com. I will be making a stand against this uh, personally. I believe that's ridiculous. I would like to have uh, – yeah, we do have some people from New Hampshire here in the chat. I am upset about it, and I think that you should be upset about it too because here's the thing. The bottom line is we share this world with all kinds of creatures, including Bigfoot and Sasquatch. And Bigfoot and Sasquatch, while they may not be part of your life, you're a part of theirs because we influence them. Imagine you're sitting there in your house and you're fine and you're comfortable and all of a sudden somebody shows up and they're taking over parts of your house and they're taking over your bedroom and they're pushing you into a smaller and smaller corner of your house. And the thing is then they sit there in your house And then tell you, you don't exist, and you don't deserve rights, and you know what? I'm going to pull out a hunting license and go hunt you. You wouldn't like it very much. And that's the bottom line of what we're dealing with when we're invading the Sasquatch's territory out there in the woods. Be mindful. They believe in you. You should believe in them. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. This has been Fun Employment Radio. I appreciate the calls, 503-575-9120. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio at our usually scheduled time. Everybody... uh, Think of Sarah here as she's getting better. Thank you, everybody. Going to wweek.com, nominating Fun Employment Radio for best podcast in Portland. Also, don't forget to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Experience on April 14th, Saturday, April 14th. 
You can pick those up at funemploymentradio.com slash experience. It's going to be Alaska-themed. We've got a special guest that's going to be joining us. Uh, we've got all kinds of different stories. The whole show is going to be themed on that. We would love to see you down there. Tickets are limited, and they are selling. So it's funemploymentradio.com slash experience, $10 a ticket. Join us. Join us and have a good time. It is, it, join us. It, it's, going to be, it's going to be awesome. And then we'll, have, of course, have Bingo open to the public right after that. All right. That's it for today. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.